3: Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest
0: discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Of Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at ofakind.com. While you're there, grab a copy of our new book, Work Wife. It is chock full of conversations with amazing female partners. And once you're done reading
3: it, give us a ring, 833-OVAKIND. Let us know what you thought or just leave us any type of voicemail. Any old message will do. That's right. Thank you. Something that has plagued us for like as long as I can remember that we have always.
0: And we talked about it on this podcast (laughs) before. Of course we have. Anything that's plagued us for even a moment we've talked about on this podcast. Is what
3: to wear both when you come home from work and when you go to bed.
0: Yeah. like So it's a pajamas question, but then also the like home outfit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because because I don't want to wear what I wore to work. No, you want w- when get- I'm like making dinner or like lounging yeah. and like whatever. You and also I don't, don't want to go to bed and you're like oil splattered correct I, I, I need three outfits for a day <laughs> I right. need three two, two changes for I remember
3: sure. growing up my mom always had she would have a pair of leggings and like a big t-shirt that would live on like a chair in her bedroom and that yeah. was like the in-between outfit and she would have like one a week and then you know, yeah
0: yeah yeah because that's that's like it wearing it five nights yeah for like a couple hours is the equivalent of one day that's right yeah exactly well I don't know that we necessarily have solved
3: this problem but we are tr- we are doing our part we're making some headway we launched sleep and loungewear on of a kind and damn it's good it's so cute i'm so excited about it i will say the other thing that as of late is i've really been just craving like i've been wanting to wear nightgowns and nobody's selling
0: nightgowns. yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah, like yeah not what's happening right yeah. now
3: i guess in lounge sleep and loungewear but we found a couple really cute nightgowns in there for sale on of a kind
0: i yeah i i like a nightgown too i don't like a waistband that's the am sleeping I, I also don't need yeah. my all of my legs to be covered and don't mm-hmm. me, i don't know Agreed. there's a there's a reason why a nightgown exists yeah basically
3: um, so you can get 10% off the entire dang category right now with the code, a few things. So that's a pretty good situation. It, it really is.
0: Um, speaking of sleeping over something <laughs> else, we, <Yes. laughs> something else we've yeah. been talking about hotels that use text, like just like text, text. check-in concierge, yeah. like all that communicate via text message. I freaking love it. It's really satisfying. I encountered
3: it for the first time, um, at the one hotel brooklyn bridge but then zero george in um, charleston south carolina also had it which is the first time i encountered it yes. i realized
0: i had I was supposed to go the first time I was supposed to go to Zero George, um, which is a beautiful hotel in Charleston. My flight was canceled, just like up and canceled, Um, which, you know, I don't think I've had happen to me that many times. And it was a quick trip. It was like two nights. And so it felt like, well, I can't if I can't get on a flight till tomorrow, like I'm not going to Charleston for one night for a weekend. So I ended up having to ultimately scrap the whole thing. And it happened while i was in this big meeting that i sort of couldn't get out of mm-hmm. and like couldn't be spending time on the phone dealing with this and was able to have almost all of this conversation about canceling via text message which was wonderfully satisfying and simple
3: it's incredible the first time that it happened to me i just assumed it was like an automated computer and then i was like well i'm just going to try writing back and see what happens and i was <laughs> yeah. like oh this is a real thing and it's like i feel like it was a real if you give a mouse a cookie situation. I just went wild
0: because no, you really because now because it, it's almost too easy. They don't know what they've given too easy you for yeah. me. Yeah. And
3: I have so especially the my all, all of my recent hotel stays have involved having to ask people like, can you freeze my breast milk? There's for been. Me? Yeah,
0: it's been like you and Chris and your breast milk all That's checking right. in. Yeah. And
3: sometimes my son. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a whole thing. And I um, I, it's funny because I'm obviously a very high maintenance customer in almost any situation, but what I realized about myself given this text message format is that I apparently like thought it was like too much for me to call the front desk and that I was very intimidated by that as an act. The picking up a phone thing was Yeah, like, that I would like rarely do it, but it w- if if I was offered the text message option, I would like hit these people up for any old So thing. what are
0: you asking via text message well, that maybe you wouldn't be asking for otherwise?
3: Um, You know, what time is checkout? Like, I might go actually just look that up in the book, but I'll just be like, what time? (laughs) What's the deal? Can you, is there a car service that has um, rear-facing car seats that you know of that
0: I could use? Like all So a certain number of like, let me Google that for you questions. 100%, but like, but I'll, that's also what it, that's what they're there for. That's not say, like offensive. It's a, exactly. it, it's a service. Yeah. It's it, one of yeah. those
3: things where I do feel like there's a certain type of hotel customer that understands that like that is actually what a concierge is. And then I, for some reason, have just never fully taken advantage of that, even though you now. are that sort of hotel exactly. customer. Yeah, it's yeah. Odd, yeah, yeah. But like. Yeah, I was all of a sudden like, right, these concierges exist to do this stuff. I'm I'm going to do this. And the text message is perfect format for it. I'm thrilled by it. It turns out there's like all of these startups that offer, th- there's all these huh, startups that are, that are like that underpinning this. Technology. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um they even like the big like mass hotel chains are starting to do this now like hyatt and marriott and starwood
0: i had this experience at the a kimpton hotel like two years ago um the two my two favorite things about this hotel stay were the texting Mm -hmm. um and they also have they had yoga mats in the top shelf of their closet and i was like that's just a smart thing like give and i think they also had like yoga like uh programs on the tv that That's you could access nice. it was just like a smart thing i'm like yeah, yeah if you gave people a yoga mat they would at least have options to even just like do sit-ups comfortably or like nice. i don't know not have to like utilize a gym and that does not feel like it's a heavy lift for and a hotel yeah, to probably
3: enables them to spend less on the gym situation most likely the other thing that this article in the times from a couple of years ago pointed out is that it it leads to a lot less error for them because a lot of times like you'll hang up the phone and be like right now which room am i supposed to send right. that thing now there's a whatever. log yeah exactly yeah. so it's good for them too um so yeah i'm all i'm very very into this new trend into it should we bring on our guests let's do it we are so excited about today's guests melody Serafino and aaron Allweiss, the co-founders of number 29 a very i just feel like the the cool pr agency that is happening right now like all the cool brands i'm like oh number 29 represents them
2: um so tell us what you guys do explain it in your words because you'll do a better job than us Sure. So we founded number 29 communications to work with brands that we really believe in and people that we believe in and want to tell their stories. These are people that are doing good for the world, leaving the world a little bit better than they found it, whether that's in sustainability, impact. We work across industry, but we just really want to represent the people who we think are getting it right. Well, and you have such an interesting client mix. So who
1: are some of your clients? So we work with Veja, which is a French sneaker brand. Everybody knows what Veja is because it is on literally
3: everybody's feet. It is nuts how much I see it. Yeah. And
1: it's it's so fun. Yeah. It's two French guys who started it. They're all made in Brazil. They're sustainable, fair trade. And so many people are just like, oh, they look really cool. Meghan Markle wore them. They do look cool. They're just a cool sneaker. Cool cool sneaker. sneaker. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So, and they don't know that they're made sustainably. So our whole thing, we're like... We describe our job as sneaking vegetables into lasagna. It's <laughs> totally. like trying to get design. Yes, I love design. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, through design, yeah. art, Um Like sustainability
0: is not the, like, thing that you're hammering home and, like, banging into, yeah. No, yeah. I think
2: we've turned the tide to where sustainability can intersect with design in a really fun and sexy way. Like authentic, yeah. Authentically, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember 14 years ago, I'm really aging myself, but when I graduated from college, I felt like you could not find a job that brought the media world, the sort of fast pace communications world together with mm-hmm. sustainability impact yeah. more meaningful work. Yeah. So I always felt torn. I was like, should I go and work at an NGO or a nonprofit? Is it this lane or that lane? But line, I really right. want to be in New York and I want to be in this fast paced world. And now I think what we've done with Number 29 is bring those two worlds together, but we're seeing it more and more from brands as well. Yeah. Like, you can be a sustainable fashion brand that's also just beautifully designed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, and seed the symbiotics. Yes. Yeah. Probiotics. So probiotic is a symbiotic and a, is a prebiotic and a probiotic. Oh. Um, their whole thing is about human health and planetary health. So you're taking this for your microbiome, for gut health, but they also just came out with a probiotic for honeybees to protect their immune systems against colony collapse. We wow. all need our. Yeah, it is. They're just so the bees are taking this. The bees take it. They make how these are they li- taking it? They're little. They're called pol- are they
0: tiny little pills?
1: No, they're not <laughs> little pills. They're they're called pollen patties, and oh my god, they wow. look like honey pancakes. And so the bees nibble on that, and then their immune systems are protected. They so have like a dinner party. <gasps> they okay. have a dinner party, <laughs> Perfect. and yeah, I love they love that visual. W- <laughs> so how does something like that work? Are they selling it to beekeepers and be like? No, even better. It's open source. They want everyone to have access to this. They're wow. just like, we're all about sharing even their packaging, which is made out of this crazy mushroom material, yes. my yeah. tray. You can wash it down the drain. Incredible. And then we've had big brands, big companies come to them and say, how do you make this packaging? We want to do the same thing. They were are like, it's on our website. Everything to them. They've spent so much time and money creating an alternative that they want. But they others want to, have to share. It. Yeah. 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 And do right by the planet. So that's awesome. Yeah, you can feel really good about yeah. when you buy those uh those seed probiotics. Um, you guys also now I'm like promoting them. Everyone, you,
0: know. <laughs> you also do TED, which people might know about. Yeah, maybe have Ted heard time. of a TED talk. <laughs> you do happiest baby, which does the snoo. Which <gasps> if you follow like any <sighs> new parent on yeah. Instagram, you've probably seen. And then like being like, thank you for this thing. I you feel, per- I feel very you.
3: passionately about the snoo. You feel very
0: related. Our products. friend Jamie Beck, uh, and Street Studio, uh, feels very. She's been very carting it around
3: all over the south of France. Like yeah. was staying at some fancy chateau. Had to leave. The chateau, go back home and get the snow. Every 1800s the <laughs>
0: castle in the south of France has had a snow
3: in it recently it so because true. of Jamie
1: Beck. <laughs> I know we. That was a really fun one too because I was just like, so many Americans follow Jamie, and yeah. you
3: guys also did the insane launch of Great Jones, which everybody heralded as like the most successful press launch a startup has had in eons because it was just so incredible. It was everywhere. It was ev- like you could not turn to uh, open a website without seeing another Great Jones up. Well, of I hands. told
0: you that my. my mother-in-law, when I went to her husband's family's house in Madison for Christmas, had a great Jones pan. And I was like, where did you, okay, you're <laughs> 73, where did you hear about, and she's not someone who invests in cookware. She doesn't actually care about cooking that much. She's like, I saw it in the New York Times as like one of the best new pans, and so I bought it. And I was like, wow. So the answer is, is that like, these two are like, very yeah.
3: good
1: at their job. Very good. <laughs> very, and very good. Quite good quite at their job. Yeah. yeah. It, was, good. it was fun to work on that launch, and it was so fun to have that dinner with you. We you did it. dinner. Yeah. Yes that was, our, was like really our, that was
0: our very first work wife event
3: it, it was, was like our galley event yeah, yeah that was yeah. really
1: fun
0: yeah you guys pull
3: off some good good uh events shout um, out
1: to lindsey green the ultimate oh my gosh who
3: also worked on that great jones launch yeah you guys yeah. did an incredible job on that thank you to harper wild for sponsoring today's episode
0: so question yes do you remember your first bra I don't remember my first bra, but I remember my first underwire bra, Mm. which felt like that thing of being like, oh, it was like in I think eight. That's when you're a real woman, yeah. And it had like some like cotton lace edge, Mm. um, and it definitely felt very cool. But it was like in that way of being like, I think that's probably the last time I was excited about having an underwire. You know? (laughs) (laughs) what I mean, Mm -hmm. like it's just it's not a pleasant experience. And I've tried to explain this to Thomas all the time, where you take your bra off and you're like, Jesus Christ, like this is just so uncomfortable. I've been dealing with this all day. Well, and ninety percent of the time the underwire. Like breaks free from the that's clock right. Pokes, tries it. to escape. Yeah, a hundred percent
3: miserable, but no longer. Because- no longer. Harper Wilde is here, and they are bra shopping without the BS. Their revolutionary free home try-on allows you to find the perfect fitting bra in the comfort of your own home. The female founders set out to design a bra that provides support with comfort and quality in mind. They're set setting an attractive price point and easy to buy in bundles so you can make over your bra drawer and wear your favorite bra even on laundry day. You pick three bras in different sizes, colors, or styles, and they're shipped right to your door without charging a credit card. Shipping is covered both ways. There are three styles, the base, the boost, and the flex, designed to support you comfortably throughout the day. It's time to start lifting up your ladies with Harper Wild. Go to harperwild.com slash a few things and use promo code a few things to get 15% off your first purchase. That's HarperWild, Wild, ecom slash a few things. Promo code a few things for 15% off your first purchase. harperwild.com slash a few things.
0: So can you talk about what's your meet cute? How did you two get together in the first place?
2: So we actually worked together before Love. we formally okay. worked yeah. together as part of number 29, which I think is actually it was really helpful because we knew exactly how each other worked. And yeah. We have very different work styles, but they're complementary. And I always like to say for anyone on our team, it doesn't really matter how you get there as long as we get to the same goal in mm-hmm. the end. And Aaron and I are proof- of that. We we get there in very different ways, but the results are the same. And so we shared a tiny little office together where, you know, of course we started talking about personal and professional and we would brainstorm with each other. And realized that we really liked each other, and we also had very aligned values. And so we were actually on a business trip together, staying in this cute little bungalow in Venice, California. And there's a photo of us that Aaron's ex-boyfriend took that is, to this day, an amazing representation of our lives at this time, because it was probably one o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is streaming in through this bungalow. We should be at the beach because it's blocks from where we're staying. And it's the two of us still in our pajamas, Zoned in on our computers. We don't even know the photo's being taken, and it's just all work all the time. And he took it and as to show us, you need to get out. You this need is to a stop problem. doing this. This is a yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. Have, and a that's when, <laughs> have a life. Have a life. And that's when we started having these conversations around what was next for us. So we're two weeks apart in birthdays. Ooh. So we were going through this transitional moment together. We were 29 at the time. Oh my gosh, yeah. It feels like a moment. It sure. was definitely a moment. But we I also, this
3: means nothing to me, but I feel like our audience wants to know when is your birthday? Like what are your signs? Oh yeah, people Both, do yeah.
0: Aquarius.
1: Both Aquarius. I'm an okay. Aquarius. Seriously. I don't Aquarius. really know what that means, though. Yeah. Oh, well, Tell me. <laughs> it means that you're like, you really care about the world. You're a social butterfly. but Sometimes you can be emotionally aloof. Um, I recently met with an astrologist who was incredible and told me, she was like, because I think I'm an Aquarius rising as well. She's like, you're floating off the planet and there's like a shrub holding you here like <laughs> way over in the corner. But yeah. And so. do, do
3: Aquariuses generally mix well together? Does that make you guys a good match?
2: Apparently, I mean, I, I have a lot of Aquarians in my life, so I feel like it must. Uh, Aquarians, uh, and my is right? an Aquarius. So. Wow. Okay. That's so there's something happening here. I don't know what it happening. is. Yeah. Into but, it. Into okay. It. So
3: continue. And and you're yeah. turning 30. We're yeah. turning
2: 30. We're trying to figure out what's next. We felt like we'd sort of hit a ceiling where we were, but nothing was really exciting us. So I feel like we had job opportunities and interviews, but we just really couldn't it They weren't like it out. getting it going. No, I just yeah. felt like it was. And you guys were working in sort of
3: like traditional PR at this we point. We were working at an
2: agency, okay. at a communications agency that was partially PR, branded content, sort of all of the things together. But we were really driving our communications team.
1: Yeah, we were doing all of the PR work and realized we're like, why are we doing this for someone else? Mm. Um, and also the things that we really wanted to work on, it was this this feeling of like wanting a moral compass or we had this moral compass. We knew that we wanted to work on impact oriented things. So we decided to leave and create our own thing. We had one client who believed in us and our whole thing was, what if we start a PR firm that is solely about working, whether it be in art, fashion, design with clients that give a fuck about the state of the world. Can you say who that first
3: client was? Yeah, you can first.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it was Dave Barry who, um, he is a real estate developer who really thinks about the state of the world and and thoughtful design, which was an unexpected thing. And then immediately thereafter, Amy Novogratz, who had been the oh, yeah. director of the TED Prize, was launching. She would left TED um, and was launching the first investment fund for sustainable aquaculture. We're trying to make fish farming sexy, which I swear it can be. <laughs> we got on the cover of Men's Journal next to Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. I know. Yeah. And she was our second client, but she'd introduced us to Dave. And then TED came, and they wanted to work with us. And, and by the way, this, this moment, was all really within snowballed. six months. I mean, we had this conversation, what, in February? And
2: by August, we were the door. So what, what year, year was, this? was this? Yeah. 2013.
1: <laughs> That'll
0: be
2: six years in September. Oh my
0: yeah. So what was it like in those six months when you're like, okay, we have this idea. We're going to do this thing. And then all of a sudden you have Ted as a client.
2: Well, we were still at our agency, so we hadn't we we didn't have Ted as a client at that point. It it was more about how do we set this up and And make sure that we can do this. Do this and be able to pay the rent. Yeah. And so it was surrounding ourselves with people who knew things that we didn't, like accountants and Mm -hmm. financial advisors and people who could direct us on how to set up an LLC we didn't go to business school. We don't know anything about that, but we felt like we had something that could be a business. We just needed
1: the experts to help guide us. Yeah, I also, I think, just needed more meaning, too, in our lives. It was all, I think we were trying to escape something that didn't feel like a healthy work relationship, let's just say, at our last agency. And Life felt both too short and also like we were being run by New York, not enjoying New York for what it was, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. If you're working for someone else or if you're working for someone who you don't align with, it can be a really challenging city. So I actually at that time, if you remember, I was launching this as maybe a way out of the city because I wasn't sure if Uh. I was even happy here. Yeah. And we create a number. Which I also
0: feel like 29 is kind of a year or like that moment of maybe being in New York for, you know, 10 years or like eight years or something. You feel like, is this the place for me? And you start to have those thoughts.
1: Yeah. And so and in creating this, we were able to move through the city in an entirely different way. We were creating not just a company, but lives that we wanted to lead. We were spending on. Our time on things that we cared about. We knew that we could leave if we needed to go. So it's going to sound silly, but we wanted to go for a run or to a yoga class in the middle of the day. We would do it knowing we would work our asses off for the rest of the night. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, just yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 I, you had this flexibility.
2: Yeah. I know it sounds very millennial, and we are definitely on the geriatric, geriatric side. Geriatric millennial. Yeah. Yeah. But to us too. Yeah. But yeah. we spent eight and a half years working for other people and, yeah. and learning how to work for other people. And I think that that was really important time for us. I don't think that I would have been ready to leave and start this any time before the day we decided to start this. We were finally at a point where I felt like we were very confident in our network, in our ability to do our job, And we were willing to take a risk if not then when and we put together a manifesto when we first started that was reflective of our values that we share with everybody we hire Mm. that says things Mm -hmm. that says things like take vacation because if you get out of the office and you explore the world you are more creative and you open up your brain for Mm -hmm. more productivity and creativity Uh, it basically reflected everything that we wanted to see in
1: any job that we would ever have Yeah, we should remember to take vacation, by the way. The first rule that we wrote actually was we don't act like assholes and we don't work with assholes. And if we hold to that, then it's a really lovely experience that everyone has. And... Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, yeah, yeah PR really is, is a grind. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah.
2: other way to say it. It's a really hard job. There are very few jobs in this world where you actually cannot predict the outcome of it. I was thinking right. about this as I was walking to work the other day. You know, if you're in a traditional job, someone says, write a memo, do this thing. And even if you feel like you can't accomplish it, you know that you will and you have deadlines. Mm-hmm. In PR, someone's like, get me this story in the New York Times and you You think it's a great story for the New York Times, but you're completely reliant on an editor or a reporter to say, yes, this is a great story. And to follow through. To follow Mm. through. And so, so much is out of your control. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to set up a space and a culture where everyone feels, uh, you know, that they are being taken care of, including ourselves. And can see the value. See the value Mm -hmm. and have a work-life balance was really important to us because we do love the work that we do, but it is challenging. How do you guys think about splitting up
3: your roles? Do you each take on a separate client or is there a different uh, strategy to that?
2: We do share in the client work at this point. We can't both be on every client. It's just not sustainable. We also have different administrative roles. Erin is our Instagram queen because (laughs) I can't do anything on Instagram. And then I handle a lot of our finances, which is just by default. I don't enjoy it at all, but someone has to do it. And so we've just we've sectioned out these little things that we know each person will get Mm -hmm. done. but
1: we're a small team so we're all very collaborative also this relationship is one that I've never had with anyone else I can't explain it people are like how do you and Melody work together we've literally had one fight yeah and I wouldn't even call it a fight by the way it's a disagreement over photos of us (laughs) how how vain are we no it's more like I don't like that one you like this one Otherwise, it is the most magical knock-on-wood relationship I've had, only in that we understand each other, we're looking out for one another, and I would not have this life if it weren't for her. Um, And so I feel eternally grateful to have accidentally ended up in this same office as we did, in and it took us a year, by the way,
2: in a very small office to meet each other. <laughs> yeah, and talk each other. <laughs> that's how in the zone we were doing the work that we were doing. It was yeah. it was right before Thanksgiving, and we were literally the last two people there working at seven p.m. <laughs> And I just went up to Aaron and I was like, hey, <laughs> you're here too. What's That's that? That's something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How has your relationship changed
0: since you started working together?
1: I think everybody thought we were insane when we were starting a PR firm committed to impact. Yeah. They were just like, you're going to fail. There aren't mm-hmm. enough companies that you could possibly represent. Wow. You're going to get um, to the bottom of this well fast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's they thought, all about oh,
2: it your heart's in the right place, but I'm not sure that's a business model. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah,
1: cute. yeah, cute, 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 yeah. cute. Um, and my background's in politics. Actually, I'd been in D.C. before working on Capitol Hill, so doing PR. And I, I think you know, publicists don't get the best reputation for some reason. We always start, felt like we were starting in the red, and I think that we were self conscious about that when we first started an impact firm. And suddenly. I, or not suddenly, I think over time people are taking us and our work far more seriously. And so in the beginning when people used to call Melody and I entrepreneurs, that was sort of strange. We didn't mm. set out to really create We were kind of escaping a different world. But die, you're entrepreneurs. Yeah. I know, I don't but, think it's a but, label we would ever put on ourselves though. Yeah. Now huh. we feel that. And I think that we feel far more grounded in the work that we're doing just because we are seeing the results and the impact. We've been seeing it for years and also watching our team grow with us and care so much about what we're doing and the clients that we work for. That I think has changed I feel our like relationship. We're proud moms now. We have this
2: really <laughs> exciting team. That How is, big is your team? We're six people mm-hmm. plus a few others who come in for projects. Project stuff, but yeah. they are so incredible at what they do. And to see them go out in the world and do these things without us is like one of the best moments I think and we just had that moment last night so we're coming off of feeling really proud of them
1: (laughs) I know I was on a plane back from Brazil with Veja actually and I'm getting images from a dinner that we're putting on about sustainable aquaculture and there's heated debate going and I'm feeling like this activist spirit and one (laughs) of the people who works with us and I was just like
0: I'm so proud (laughs) (laughs) that's really charming and wonderful
2: how do you guys how do you guys nurture your friendship outside of the office well, we've actually recently started working out together. Oh. So, what? We do a Wednesday morning workout with an incredible organization called A Second You Foundation, which is run by someone who is giving formerly incarcerated men and women a jo- jobs, essentially preparing them for jobs in the fitness industry. They've That's given, cool. I think, 137 jobs in the last two or three years. It's really That's incredible. That's incredible. It was like 300. It's I insane think. the work that they're doing. And so we've started doing a... a A workout with a trainer every Wednesday morning, which is actually great. So it's just the two of you and a trainer. Yes.
1: Wow. (laughs) That's smart. They have paired trainers with, they have a partnership with New York Sports Club and Crunch, and I just so believe in what they're doing. And actually, so Hector is our trainer. We will see you on Wednesday. Um, (laughs) He is it's really a wonderful organization and we work with different trainers every time we come through, but there's something about Melody and I don't have our phones. Yeah. We are just sweating our asses off and feeling like you are going to die. And there's something about that. Doing that together. Yeah. I'm really obsessed with this and really
3: glad we asked this question because one, first of all, the PR people and you is coming through so hard. I'm like, you just sold me so hard on this organization. Where's my checkbook? And then two... That This is an answer we have not heard from any work wives well, you that they know, work like out that's, together. That's not true. The BESU
0: women, <gasps> that's right. they do, like, Tough mutters that's or right. Like, I forgot do, like, about they that. They do, like, fitness, like, yes. challenges together. But not, and they don't necessarily train together, but they do no. the, like, yeah. But I kind of love that. I mean, I Eric and I have done some exercise classes Not together.
3: enough. No, we not should do more. Not enough to really, like, yeah. say, yeah. To but really I do have, love like, that you don't have your phones. It's something
2: so different from what you do in your day-to-day jobs. And it's, we have a trainer to keep us in check. Because we were just to say let's go for a run yeah we would in theory do it and then on week three, some meeting right. would come up and get in the way. Being and on somebody prioritize. else's calendar yes. is like important. But he'll text way. us on Sunday night yeah. and be like, you're ready for Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's like
3: our standing appointment with our management coach. Yeah. It's just I, I do feel like there's an element of like couples counseling
1: to working out together. Yeah. it's ex- It honestly feels exactly like that, especially because you're put in situations where I'm like, I would never jump over that box. That sounds horrible. And you're yeah. going to do it 30 times. And we're both struggling. And, there's something and you're there about, to hold each other By the way, that box is sometimes me. Like yeah. you have to
2: jump over each other. Really?
1: Like,
2: oh my yes. gosh! So it is full on like team
0: each other's yeah.
2: bodies for as part of the work. Wow, so it's
0: trust exercises, team building. Yeah, all of and it.
3: And it's Completely. so vulnerable too because you're like, I I just can't, right? Like some days you might just not be strong enough and your business partner's right there watching you like maybe fail at this exercise. And that's okay. Yeah,
1: it's happened. But
2: it also <laughs> inspires you to keep up.
1: Yeah. Wow. We're, we're very competitive. We're competitive, <laughs> but, but, but also <laughs> complimentary. I feel like I'm more upper body strength than your lower body strength. So it's <laughs> so like, yeah. So mass together mass we're you. really strong.
0: It's <laughs> too good. It's, it's so really funny. too good.
3: <laughs> highly Recommend them, and I—we are so inspired by your story, and we are so inspired by how good you are at your jobs
0: too. Thank
1: you. Uh, back nice at to you. Hear. Yeah,
0: that's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. And hey, leave us a review. Follow us at Of on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at ofakind.com. To advertise on our podcast, that's advertising at ofakind.com. Our intro music is Butterfield East, is performed and written by the Soulful Saints.